0: good morning and welcome to the two three podcast i'm cam with no zach once again he will be back for the recap of this one recapping florida state who are the florida state seminoles well they're coming into this matchup eight and 16 overall they're six and seven in the acc they've lost three of their last four games and They're they're an interesting team to sort of break down because going into this one when I was doing my notes and everything, I was expecting the teams of old, you know, the big physical... ACC opponents that were always at the top of the food chain. They were always the ones that you didn't want to mess with. But that's not necessarily the case with this team. Their last matchup, they're coming off of an 81-78 win over Louisville. It was a win in which all five Florida State starters were in double digits. Matthew Cleveland finished with a double-double. And they allowed the second most points that Louisville has put up on, on anybody this year. And that's been a trend for this Florida State team. Their defense is not good it is the worst defense in the ACC they're giving up around an average of 75 points per game they have the second worst scoring margin they have the second most turnovers per game and when i was doing my my notes and everything this is the the sort of category that really stood out to me was that this florida state defense they give up pretty much the most rebounds in the ACC they give up the most points in the ACC that's a that's a typical trend with this Florida State team. And I guess that we've sort of seen this over the past couple of years. We've seen this sort of transition from Florida State being this big behemoth in the ACC that you do not want to mess with. They were always at the top of the big boys like Duke and UNC. And now they're starting to kind of dwindle down to the bottom. And you get that with these programs, you get the rebuilding, you get the, the sort of restructuring of the program. And it's unfortunate because Florida state is always a really, really good squad. Um, And again, once again, like we always say, anybody can be anybody in the ACC. So, don't necessarily go into this matchup thinking that it's going to be an automatic lock of a win. When we look at their offense, I mean, that's not much better either. Their bottom five in nearly all of uh, team offensive categories, whether it's scoring, rebounding assists, assist turnover ratio, they're pretty much last in, in the bottom five in, in every category. So think of them as a, a, a team that sort of struggles on defense or offense isn't necessarily much better. They have gotten some decent wins over the year, but Really nothing that necessarily stands out to you. So possibly going to be a, a, a high scoring game. Our last time against them was the second round of the ACC tournament. It was a 96-57 dub against them. Cole Swider had 28 points and 13 rebounds. We did not have Jesse Edwards. I was really curious to see how he did in that one. But then I forgot that he had his injury. So he was not available in that game. But the two previous games, because we had faced them three times last year, he was doing pretty well. He was able to get, you know, some points up. He was able to get good numbers on the boards. So look for Jesse to possibly have a decent game. Um, and listen, he's going to need it. We, we always want Jesse to be able to come out here and show some consistency on the boards, especially. In the last game against him, JG3 had 16 points. I believe he had four threes in that one. So uh, they ended up finishing in the year 17 and 14. And like I said, this is not necessarily the Florida State of old. Let's look at this player breakdown. And before we start getting into the individual players, one thing that I have noticed, they sort of pull a Louisville where they start four guards and only one forward. So expect that sort of transition. They're going to be a little bit of a smaller lineup, which is good. It favors us. But I always thought that that was kind of interesting. Maybe they get a little bit more ball movement in that area. But like Zach said, when we were previewing Louisville, when you're, when you're a program that's struggling a little bit, you sort of experiment with anything and you just kind of throw stuff out there and see what works, see what doesn't work, see what matchups are, are good out on the floor and see who, who gets hot. So Expect some interesting lineups, expect some interesting matchups out there. The one guy that really stands out to me when I'm looking at this roster is Matthew Cleveland. He is absolutely the star of this team. He leads the team in points and rebounds at around 14 points and seven and a half rebounds. He can basically do it all, he's a six, seven guard a really, really tall card. So I'm curious to see who we're going to put on him. If I had to guess with the starting lineup, it's probably going to be one of the forwards. He had a team high 10 rebounds against Louisville. And one thing to note is that he has the longest active double figure scoring streak in the ACC at 16 games. He is a wrecking ball out there. He can basically do everything. He can rebound. He can shoot really well. He's just one of those big physical guards that we haven't really seen too much of this year and I'm curious again who we're going to stick on him I don't think it's going to be JG3 or Judah I don't think that that matchup would work out very well in our favor so if I had to guess probably like Benny probably Malik probably Chris and and hopefully the zone is going to be able to shut him down and we're going to be able to limit his scoring opportunities the next and last guy that I want to Uh, really break down is is Darren Green Jr. He is a sharpshooter. He is really, really good from the three-point line. He is the best three-point shooter on this team by far, and he is one of the best shooters in the league. He's shooting a little bit over 40% from three. He's one of three players in the ACC to be shooting above 40%. His last three games, he has made at least three threes. I know that's a lot of threes, but What you need to know is he's been hot the the past three games and he's been able to get a couple of games where he's able to get three, four, five shots up and and able to knock them down. So really be looking out for him. If he gets hot, it's going to be very, very difficult to try to stop him. And of course, the the zone is known for being able to um, shut down inside scoring presence, but it's a little bit weak around three pointers. So you know, hopefully we're able to uh, shut that down and hopefully we're able to limit Darren Green's scoring opportunities. The rest of the starting lineup is is basically guys who can get 10, 12, 13, 14 points a game. Nobody really stands out to me and I guess that that's going to be a little bit of an issue because when you go into this you don't necessarily know who you need to shut down other than the two guys. So look for those two guys, Darren Green Jr. and Matthew Cleveland to be handling most of the scoring opportunities and rebounding opportunities for this team. This game later today on ESPNU at 7 p.m. After this game, we've got a really large gap. The next game isn't until next Tuesday. And then after that, it's NC State, Duke, at Clemson, and at Pitt. So it's going to be a very, very tough stretch here. And the most important thing right now is to get this dub and going into the stretch with our heads held high with two wins in a row that's going to do it for this preview of Florida State like I said Zach will be back for the recap of this one afterwards a little bit of a programming note we will be doing a full episode getting into everything the the drama surrounding this program right now Uh, I believe that it is going to be a, a fun episode it's going to be a very interesting episode so look forward to talking to you then and as always let's go keeps